Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. last week or so when we had the ice cold weather, there were a lot of citizens very, very uh, unfortunately uh, have no place to go in, in the cold weather. And, and so I, I really want to spotlight the work of Travis Tompkins. He sent an email out yesterday. Some of you are familiar with what happened, but he worked together with ECAT and our faith-based community partners, faith-based community partners. My father's vineyard church off of Highway 29, the Waterfront Rescue Mission. And they were able to work together to ensure that these folks that had no place to go were housed. That was the county working together with ECAT and with the faith-based organizations. So thanks go out to Travis Tompkins, Waterfront Mission, Wes Alvarez, the pastor, my father's vineyard. You know, one thing we have in Escambia County in Pensacola is we have a great faith-based community. And although they get bashed a lot in the media, what they do for this community, you can't calculate it. It's incalculable. So thank you to all of our faith-based community for everything that you do in our community to make it great. <laughs> It's a great message. I agree. It's a wonderful testimony to Travis Tompkins, the emergency management department in Escambia County and our faith-based community, but they get bashed in the media. David Wayne's over there. You were listening. David, you're a member of the media. Yeah. Do you recall, do you recall bashing religious organizations in the media? That is something that I have never seen, at um, least here. I'm just... I don't know what universe he's talking about, <laughs> but, you know, okay. I just wanted to check with you because you're my news guy. Yeah, so, no, right, I've, uh, yeah, I've I never seen I that. I don't know either. I'm not sure why Jeff Bergash thinks that everybody's against everybody. Um, he's kind of got a persecution complex, I think. But, okay, no, but I wanted to feature the good news. Not so much the weird comment, but um, the good news is that, yeah, apparently uh, Travis Tompkins kind of took matters into his own hands, and I mean, in a good way. And said, hey, we need to help these homeless people. Let's get ECAT involved. Let's get the, uh, you know, the religious folks involved. And let's solve this problem. Robert Bender kind of, you know, add a little bit of detail. Uh, of course, I'd also like to say thank you to Travis Tompkins, the entire public safety team, uh, Rodriguez, Kimbrough, last week for stepping up during the cold weather event to ensure that our homeless population had shelters open and transportation to get there. So, uh, Travis, good job. And, and I know that you've worked with uh, a number of, of partner agencies throughout the community uh, to make sure that, that we were... Uh, able to accommodate all those during these cold weather times. Good stuff. Yeah, I love it. I love having people think on their feet in an emergency or at least a bad situation and see what they can do to help some folks out who certainly need it. So that's good. And then there was the end of the meeting. One of the weirdest non-conversations I think I have ever heard at the county commission meeting. So remember the, uh, you know, Jonathan Owens, who is a former uh, chief of staff for Doug Underhill, when he was in office and got a thumb drive dropped on his desk one day, that thumb drive turned out to include 50,000 or so text messages between Jeff Bergash and a bunch of other people, which Jeff exposed himself to by bringing his phone in to get worked on by county staff when he locked himself out of it. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, these get put out in the open and the PNJ's got a copy and uh, Jonathan's got a copy and uh, 
nobody else has been verified to have a copy, but that didn't stop the county from bringing a lawsuit against the PNJ and against Jonathan Owens and against <laughs> Alex Arduini, who's never said he had a copy, uh, which I think is a slap lawsuit. That is a, uh, a strategic lawsuit against public participations designed to make people afraid to raise questions and bring challenges and do reporting on public officials. I think Gannett was exactly right in the response lawsuit, and I think they're going to win that case, and so the county is going to waste money on a lawsuit uh, initiated by Jeff Bergash to protect text messages that were put in jeopardy by kind of his own choices and then also don't have anything to do with county business because if it's county business, then it's a public record, and if it's his own personal business, well, that's his personal lawsuit he should bring, and if it's like records of people that he was a supervisor of when he used to work at his other job. Well, that's their business. I mean, just, I don't know why the county's involved in this at all. They've also, he's also brought an ethics complaint against Jonathan. So Jonathan said, okay, all right, fine. I'm an employee of the county when this all happened, right? Right. Well, we have a policy in the county that says you're supposed to pay for legal defense of county employees. So Allison Rogers outlines this yesterday to kind of start the discussion. She's the county attorney. Those two items pass four to zero, Madam Council. There's a discussion item here. This is related to the uh, request by Mr. Jonathan Owens, former county employee, related to his retention of attorney Dennis Green on two separate matters, one being a civil matter where the county has filed suit against three parties, Mr. Owens being among those, and then another one related to an ethics claim uh, against Mr. Owens. So he has two separate contracts for legal services with Mr. Dennis Green at a rate of $395 per hour, and he is asking pursuant to your policy uh, for the county to uh, be responsible for the payment of this attorney on these two claims. Pretty straightforward outline uh, in the backup materials. She goes through and kind of gives the policy, which is very clear. I'll explain that in just a second. But what did they do with it? I'll tell you in a second. It's uh, as is often the case in the Escambia County Commission, an entertaining handling of the topic. Uh, J- Jake's got our traffic on the fives first. Jake? Okay, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you this morning. This uh, traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are checking in clear, looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Lillian Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. Uh, Long Leaf Drive, Mobile Highway, Pine Forest Road. Everything's checking in good. If you see anything out there, let us know, 437-1620. Executive Landscaping, call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs and tell them you heard about them on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives thanks so much jake so if you read the county policy on uh legal defense providing for county employees it reads thusly commissioners county employees board of appointees uh, board appointees and county agents should be entitled to some assurance that in the performance of a public service they will not be encumbered by the expense of defending a civil criminal ethics administrative or professional licensing action predicated on their official acts and reports and should not fear such expenses that may result from such reprisals. Or sorry, from reprisals. Further, pay attention to this one. Further, the Board of County Commissioners finds that it is necessary to encourage the continued participation in county government by alleviating the potential liability of persons having to expend their own funds for the payment of reasonable attorney's fees and costs when such persons are named in criminal, civil, ethics, administrative, or professional licensing actions. They're trying to make sure that people aren't discouraged from participating in government because if they can be subject to their own personal losses in doing their official job, people nobody's going to go to, ju- to government except the worst people. So in this case, you have uh, one 
couple of people in government, Commissioners Bragash and Barry and May, but mostly Commissioner Bragash, who are using the legal apparatus of the county to go after Jonathan Owens and Alex Arduini and the PNJ. Even though Jonathan was an employee at the time, which they can do if he does something wrong, okay? But they still have to provide for his legal defense up to $250 an hour, according to the policy. Unless there has been a finding, I'm quoting from the policy, or it appears clear from the relevant materials that the person is personally liable, acted outside the scope of employment, or in bad faith with malicious purpose or wanton disregard of human rights, safety, or property pursuant to and there's a section from Florida statutes. Okay, so if, you know, he really, really, really drops the ball, then he's not entitled to legal defense, but there hasn't been such a finding. And there's, there's five things that the board can do. Get information, additional information, uh, continue the request to a date certain, take action on the written request, determine if the attorney's fees should be reimbursed or paid, as in ahead or after, uh, allow the county attorney to represent the applicant, like the county's apparatus can d- defend him, uh, or deny the request and make appropriate findings. And then it goes on and says when they don't prevail, okay, like you can pay for legal fees, and if they lose badly, they can actually be on the hook to pay back the county for it. So there's a whole policy for this. There's a whole policy. And they have given legal fees for other people in the past, even well above the $250, including, I mean, some of the amazing stuff that they have voted to pay. Former employees who did wrong and really did wrong, and they even paid fines for people who did wrong. I mean, this has been some amazing stuff that's going on against the advice of counsel who said they can, she couldn't find a justification for paying them. So now I bring you back to the full and unedited conversation about this case in front of the county commission yesterday. You ready? It's long. It's a full 82 seconds. <laughs> Here you go. I just I don't want to be accused of editing it. This is the whole conversation. Allison explained the case, and now? And um, I can go into what your options are. You do have five options under your policy. Or I can um, continue with what I'm advising. It's up to the board. All right, Madam Council. Thank you. <clears throat> board, any comments? So he doesn't let the attorney explain. That's Stephen Barry. Madam Attorney, what's the um, amount in the policy? Bender's asking about the limit of price. I believe it says it's uh, capped at 250 per hour unless waived by the board. We have waived it on previous occasions um, upon a showing of some reason why it needs to go above that amount. Okay, thank you. So they have paid more in the past. All right, Madam Council, seeing seeing no other lights on. (laughs) Thank you for the discussion. What discussion? Mr. Chairman, though, (laughs) you know, I see that Jonathan Owens is here in the building. I mean, I think we should offer him the opportunity to come to the podium and publicly explain why he thinks taxpayers should pay for his defense. Jonathan, you're welcome to come up and Speak on your own behalf. He certainly has the opportunity at the beginning of the meeting. I don't see him moving now, Commissioner. If, All right, good. If you, if you have no comments. No comments. All right, if you have no comments, I have no comments. Thank you, Madam Council. Thank you. That right. concludes my report. All right, the board, if there's nothing further, adjourned. <laughs> Wait, I, I watched it. I literally thought, that's it? No, no action? No discussion? No comment? No motion. We've been presented with the discussion item, and we're going to just pretend it didn't happen. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. A county employee is getting harassed by the county at the request of a particular commissioner over his his behavior, and 
text messages, which were somehow, we don't know, distributed to this former employee. And uh, we're not going to talk about whether he's entitled to a legal defense under our own policy, even though we've paid money to other people to be defended when they were even in the wrong. I, okay. Okay. Um, just do with that what you will. No decision, no conversation, no explanation. Wouldn't even hear the advice of counsel. I was kind of curious what Allison was going to advise them of. Nothing. Don't even want to hear it. Uh, does Jonathan want to speak? No, you'll see him in court. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen here. You'll see him in court, and the county's going to pay even more now because they're violating their own policy, in my opinion. Okay, in my opinion, uh, because they didn't take this up. So I give you your Escambia County government. Oh, and by the way, Mike Kohler wasn't there. Mike Kohler, They did this when Mike Kohler wasn't even there. Oh, man. 622 on News Radio 923 informative local which by the way they're they're allowed to do business when a, when a member's missing okay but he would have been the only one to speak up about this and he wasn't there so there you go just that's your government 623 on News Radio 923 informative local dependable I'm Andrew McKay there is a big difference in the type of service you get from companies that do air duct cleaning. Hi, this is Todd from Gulf Coast Air Care, and I want you to know the difference between a quality job and a blow-and-go duct cleaning job. Let me ask you this. Do you really think you can get a one-carat diamond for 10 bucks? It's just like getting a $99 whole house duct cleaning. There are guidelines from the National Air Duct Cleaners Association and also the Better Business Bureau. A true inspection, cleaning, and restoration of an AC system includes the equipment and ductwork by a licensed and certified company. It's like a full detail for your car instead of the cheapy method of running it through a $5 wash and go. Air conditioners are expensive. Keeping them clean and well-maintained is a guaranteed way to have better health and comfort. So you decide what works for you, the $5 wash and go or a full detail top to bottom. At Gulf Coast Air Care, we take pride in the certifications and the licenses that we hold. If you want the best quality and award-winning customer service, you can find us on the web at gulfcoastaircare.com or call 934-2768. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $10 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. W-2s and 1099s are being sent out, and scammers are posing as both employees and employers to collect Social Security and bank account information. Be wary of requests asking to change address or bank information through email alone. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Jen Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. 
The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I want to know why you want a divorce. Because you and I have absolutely nothing in common. Nothing in common? What about the six days at the Plaza Court? Six days does not a week make. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Good morning. Uh, 626 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Storms tomorrow and Friday and Saturday and... Just it's going to be a little bit of rough weather for the next couple of days, hopefully breaking up by Sunday where the Milton uh, Mardi Gras parade has been pushed back to Sunday. So uh, just FYI on the impending weather, Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? I'm not seeing anything out there to report this morning. No major accidents or slowdowns. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 westbound and eastbound through Navarre and Gulf Breeze. Not showing any accidents there. No delays on Burgess or Olive. And we're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. If you see anything out there, let us know, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you so much, Jake. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Former President Trump held off Nikki Haley to win the New Hampshire GOP primary yesterday. Despite that loss, Haley is vowing to stay in the race and hoping to score a win in South Carolina next month. Boeing is ordering a one-day quality stand-down at one of its factories in Washington over concerns uh, over a safety mount. Now, this move is just the first of many stand-downs planned in Boeing factories. This comes after a number of safety incidents. Of course, uh, the panel blowing off mid-flight in the 737 MAX 9 earlier this month. And the latest incident, Andrew, over the weekend uh, in Atlanta when a nose wheel fell off of a 757 as it was on the runway headed for takeoff. That was uh, just over the weekend here. And residents of uh, New Jersey, California, Georgia, New York, and... Florida could be eligible for a Chick-fil-A gift card, part of a settlement in a class action lawsuit over inflated delivery prices during the COVID pandemic. Uh, If you're eligible for this, you would have received an email. so uh, check your email for that. You know, it's good when the news reports this because you get so many scam emails that it's nice you to You never know. know what's legitimate yeah, and, and what's not. you know, not. if there's yeah. an actual one coming and it might purport to be a thing just like this, and you think, well, that's not real, and you find, oh, no, that is real. So, you know. Still be careful of what links you click on. You know, always be careful what links you click on. So That's right. We uh, hear that every month. Oh, we do. David, <laughs> thanks so much for the update. 437-1620. Um, I, interesting story. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for myself on this story. And the reason is because most of the research that I have seen about sleep over the last several years basically says that I am killing myself by <laughs> or damaging my long-term mental health by not sleeping enough. You know, because I get about three and a half to four hours of sleep at night and then a nap or two or three uh, throughout the day. Um, I probably put up to about six, t- five to six typically throughout the course of the day. 
Well, and that's everybody says that's bad. That's bad, bad, bad. Well, new research from Harvard University and Monash or Monash University in Melbourne, Australia, looked at 60,000 people to explore the link between premature mortality and sleep patterns. And here's what they found is that the key is not so much that you have long or short sleep, but that you have consistent sleep, that there is a same time every day, go to bed and wake up. That if you go to bed at the same time, wake up every day at the same time, you have a 40% lower risk of death by any cause, including things like cancer, uh, cardiometabolic conditions, according to the study. And, and I do that, so that makes me feel really good. But it is just, you know, one report against the others. And obviously, there's always that confirmation bias working where, of course, I want to hear the good news is that I'm not hurting myself by my bad behavior. So uh, just an interesting study I wanted to share with you. News. I'm Chris Foster. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Well, Nikki Haley campaigned hard in New Hampshire and loses to former President Trump in the Republican primary there. She was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. Trump now the winner in Iowa and New Hampshire and way up in the polls in Haley's home state, South Carolina. That primary is a month from today. 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war reported killed in a plane crash in Russia. It's not known what caused the crash, but a Russian lawmaker and retired general has claimed in parliament it was shot down by three missiles. Ukrainian officials quoted by journalists there say the plane was transporting weapons and didn't mention any prisoners of war. Fox's Jonathan Savage. eBay announces plans to lay off 9% of its workforce. The Los Angeles Times newspaper laying off 20%. America's listening to Fox News staff working together to get great things done for citizens. Good morning, 631 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now we've got 61 degrees. It is mostly cloudy in Pensacola this morning, but nice and warm. Well, starting off this morning, the Bellevue Library in Escambia County has been open for just over a year now. Now, it's been received very warmly since it opened. But a point of consternation has been that there's no easy way in. You go there and you're on Mobile Highway, uh, you know, heading, heading um, west, and you got to go all the way up and make a U-turn. There's no easy way in. And then when you're leaving, if you want to go back the other way toward Pine Forest, there's no way. That's Commissioner Jeff Bergosh from yesterday's county commission meeting. He says the county is now working to fix this traffic pattern issue. Bergosh says the county facilities department is constructing or planning to construct a new one-way drive across the new library property. That, he says, will allow folks to turn at Bellevue, get into the parking lot, and allow people an easier way of getting out of the parking lot as well. Uh, Bergosh says this project will be funded out of his District 1 local option sales tax funds. The Escambia Sheriff's Office has now arrested a man in connection to a home invasion shooting. Earlier this month, 24-year-old Demontre Donaldson was booked into the Escambia jail on Tuesday. He's being held on no bond and two counts of attempted murder while engaged in home invasion robbery. All of this, of course, happened during the early morning hours on January 9th at a home on Bainbridge Avenue. Donaldson was lying on the floor with multiple gunshot wounds when deputies arrived at that scene. He'd been hospitalized due to his injuries. Investigators say he and two other suspects broke in and were engaged in a gunfight with people who were sleeping inside that property. So far, no other arrests have been made. At Pensacola City Hall, talks have started over the possibility of acquiring a historic school building, the John A. Gibson School. It was a segregated intermediate school from 1921 until 1974. Then it reopened as a head start. It was formally closed last December. If 
this were to continue to proceed, it would still require a structural assessment, some other things like that, uh, because uh, we know that there was a lot of damage from Hurricane Sally, and we don't know to what extent. But we wanted to make sure that a building with this kind of history in our community had a fair shot uh, to be able to be preserved if it could be. That's Mayor D.C. Reeves, and he says the city CRA would have to approve entering into negotiations with the Escambia School District. Uh, Reeves says there's currently no set plan for what they would use the building for, uh, only that preservation of it would be their first goal. A bill designed to remove historical monuments is making its way through the state legislature. The Senate committee approved a measure yesterday that would stop local governments from removing or destroying statues. Senate Bill 1122 would be retroactive to October 1st of 2020, which could impact the city of Pensacola's decision to remove the Confederate monument at Lee Square. Mayor Reeves was asked about that yesterday as well. You know, I'm not really you know, briefed and up to date on, on, um, on exactly what's going on with those. Uh, you know, I think I think the city will continue to do what we're already doing and and, uh, you know, we'll we'll take information or the passing of things like that as it comes. Uh, you know, that that was council action from our previous council. Um, and so I haven't really gotten involved in any of that. And that monument remains in storage at the port of Pensacola, a Florida nonprofit now being credited with freeing American children that were held captive in Egypt. Project Dynamo rescued five kids yesterday after a family member took them without permission several months ago. Those kids range in age anywhere from 3 to 11 years old. They're now back with their mother, and she called that a miracle. It is 635 at News Radio, and Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Well, I usually don't like showing up empty-handed, but in this case, we'll take it because I'm not, I don't have anything. Uh, I-10 and I-110 checking in clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, not showing any accidents. If you're coming out of Milton this morning through Pace, I'm not showing any slowdowns on Highway 90. And uh, Highway 29 South through Cantonment and Inslee getting into Pensacola, I'm not seeing any slowdowns there. If you do see anything, let me know. Call or text the, the traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Well, thank you very much, Jake. We'll take no news as being good news in this case yes exact always and let's get a look at our channel three weather forecast we are going to be seeing a very warm humid day today temperatures starting off in the 60s highs in the 70s 60 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms temperatures overnight dropping near 65 degrees for thursday 80 percent chance of rain with a high near 70 degrees thursday night temperatures dropping near 63 this is brooke richardson from the first morning weather center And right now, it is a nice, warm morning, 61 in Pensacola, 60 in Gulf Breeze, 65 in Milton. Our next news at 7 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Local automakers in China are working to sell more affordable electric vehicles with additional features to outcompete Tesla. Fancy tech includes in-car projectors, refrigerators, and more advanced driving assistance that Tesla has not yet implemented. For example, Huawei's Edo brand launched the M9 SUV that also includes collapsible front seats and tech that projects the dashboard information overhead on the road. Over 30,000 orders for this car have already been placed since the start of the new year. Tesla says it wants to start production on a new electric vehicle codenamed Redwood starting mid-2025. It is being described as a compact crossover. The entry-level $25,000 car will help the automaker compete with cheaper gasoline-powered cars and a growing number of inexpensive electric vehicles being made by Chinese manufacturers, such as BYD. Futures are slightly higher. That's your money now.
This ad furnished by Nesmith Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to five. $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. From our spectacular beaches to the miles of rivers and unspoiled forests, the Gulf Coast offers some of the best family adventure around. And the Subaru Crosstrek and Subaru Forester are the perfect family vehicles to explore every dune and unpaved trail in Northwest Florida. Both come standard with sure-footed symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you deep into the wild places you love. The Crosstrek is powered by a 182 horsepower Subaru Boxer engine that adds plenty of go to any adventure. And the Forester boasts 9.2 inches of ground clearance to get you through every wilderness challenge. There's more than enough room for your gear and plenty of options to make the Crosstrek or Forester fit your lifestyle. In a Subaru, the destination is the journey. So grab the kids and the dog and follow your own path to adventure. Love is out there at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, on Online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Let's get to the points. MasterCard reward points from Pinair Credit Union. Open a new account today and you can earn 20,000 free reward points in the first 90 days. Use those points for travel, merchandise, even cash back. And with no hidden fees and no balance transfer fees, Pinair's reward MasterCard fits you perfectly. Get started online at pinair.org slash credit cards. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Offer available on new accounts only. See website for details. Ready for intelligent and thought-provoking conversation? Tune in to The Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola. Weekdays from 2 till 4 p.m. on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Guy Benson, the brilliant and charismatic host, brings you a fresh perspective on the biggest stories of the day. Guy keeps you engaged and informed. Don't miss out on the intellectual thrill ride. Tune in to The Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola from 2 till 4 p.m. It's the show that'll challenge your thinking and leave you wanting more on News Radio Pensacola. Cycling 641 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. That must be our walk up music for Bruce Woody with the Emerald Coast Utilities Authority, uh, more affectionately known as ECUA. He is the executive director. Joins us every month after they have their board meeting the prior Tuesday. Bruce, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you doing this morning? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. So, uh, the way I hear it was a thrill fest yesterday <laughs> where you got a uh, <laughs> A report about management efficiencies audit results. Is that do I is that right? 
Uh, yeah, management efficiency audit is what it's called. Back when uh, ECUA was created back in 1980, part of our enabling legislation required us to have a management efficiency audit done on a five-year cycle. It's, it's really just an opportunity for an outside third party to come in and take a look at uh, operations and uh, critique what we're doing well and encourage that and then uh, uh, criticize or, or look for opportunities for growth and, and opportunities to uh, help improve services. So uh, 2023 was a cycle uh, for getting that accomplished. And what did they find? What's the good? What's the bad? And we just, yeah. Uh, our um, outside consulting firm, uh, Arcadis, made a presentation just last night to the board in uh, several broad categories. Uh, we were uh, doing uh, particularly well. We're in the areas of executive team and governance and um, enterprise resiliency and our technology and systems. And uh, those were the most complimentary areas uh, in the presentation. Some opportunities for growth, as any organization would have. Uh, they encourage us to do a little more peer uh, benchmarking within the, within uh, the utility business to make sure that uh, all of our services meet uh, industry standards in all areas. Uh, we do quite a bit of that, but we don't do it in every single uh, category and, and division. Um, also, uh, pretty is, much just is there a, the I'm sorry to interrupt. Is there a, is there mm -hmm. a particular, because sure. you said you do it in some areas and not in others, is there a particular area or two that I would understand as you know a user, obviously, um, that you need to do a better job or need to start doing that peer comparison of other likewise agencies and how they do business? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said categories as much as I should say uh, levels in the organization. We do that uh, in the most senior levels and as we look at our um, uh, performance factors and um, metrics that we follow. Okay. I think that their comments had more to do with making sure that our uh, mid-level managers and some of our low uh, staff in the middle of the organization are more involved in that process. Okay. Um, which because I presume is good uh, for them as best practices, but also good for them as grooming for upper management as these folks grow into their senior positions. Do I have that right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yep. Fantastic. Exactly. Yep. Uh, other things, I kind of interrupted you. What were the other uh, opportunities for growth? Um, doing some more uh, tailored uh, recruiting. We've, uh, just like many organizations, especially after COVID, uh, we have some challenging um, positions to, to, to fill. Uh, engineering, uh, mechanics are really hard to find, et cetera. Hmm. So uh, we need to work on some strategies to uh, our re recruiting in those areas. You and every other agency. Uh, you know, the county can't oh, find an engineer. I mean, they, you know, are you guys still short on drivers, too, or has that been alleviated a little bit? Yeah, well, actually, our CDL uh, problem has largely been uh, overcome. Oh, uh, we're we're great. doing pretty good on, on drivers. Mechanics is our biggest challenge, <laughs> our biggest challenge. You, you press your finger down on the bulge over there, and it pops up on the other side. I mean, you can't, you can't get it all solved at the same time. Um, I did want to ask. I, I did want to ask uh, anything else that you guys did yesterday that we need to know about. Uh, that was the main activity okay. for last night's meeting. Um, I did want to ask you, uh, and, and I assume you're not going to probably want to wade into it too much, but I did want to ask you about the proposed North Santa Rosa Utilities uh, Bill. But let me just real quick get a traffic break in first. Jake's got traffic on fives. I'm not seeing anything out there to report no major slowdowns or accidents. This report is brought to you by Fresh from Florida. Uh, looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, and um, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is good. Also, Highway 90 uh, coming out of 
Milton through Pace this morning. If you see anything, let us know, 437-1620. Meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to uh, Bruce Woody, who is the executive director at ECUA. Um, You know, again, I preface this by knowing I'm guessing that you guys are going to want to remain neutral on this proposal. But I was curious because if you have an opinion, have information that you want to share, you guys are certainly the agency to look for since the bill is basically written off of the the bill that made ECUA. Um, But the North Santa Rosa Utilities proposal, I'm curious what if you have anything you want to say about it or I mean, you know, the floor is yours, Bruce. (laughs) Um, you know any change is difficult for any community and so i absolutely understand all the uh discussions that are being had amongst the various stakeholder interests uh, over in north santa rosa and and that's a good healthy process to go through uh i would say from our own experience over here uh since 1980 uh i think believe this community has really benefited from the fact that we created an awful lot of uh, economies of scale by having one larger central organization providing uh, all of those services um so that's you know financially that's that's better for the for the ratepayer uh it's a better way to control growth both to stimulate growth where you want it and control growth where you where you don't a utility provision a provision of utility services is uh, vital uh, to that along with you know obviously planning and zoning regional planning for for that growth uh, is important. Uh, you know, back over here in our uh, county, we had hodgepodge. We I think we had 17 different wastewater treatment plants or systems scattered across the county. Now we have three. Um, works much more efficiently in, in that regard. And uh, what's proposed is a um, public uh, utility system. So you'll have you'll retain local representation with a locally elected board with uh, opportunities to speak to those uh, leaders here locally instead of having to go to the public service commission like you would with a uh, private investor-owned utility. Wow. I mean, th- those sound like some very favorable comments, at least in general, about like what ECUA, you know, how ECUA is better than what used to be. Um, a- anything about it that you see as a concern or, I mean, obviously a lot of people are opposed to it. At least the public seems to be very opposed to it, but um, any notes of concern when you look at what's being proposed? Yeah. From, from what I've read and what I've, what I've uh, heard of the meetings to, to date, I think there are mainly uh, governance related issues. Who's going to sit on the board? Who's going to guide the transition from what we have now to what's proposed in, in the future? Um, which stakeholders have the, the strongest or, 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 you know, share the, uh, the the ability to have a say in, in how it's formed, um, and and it makes sense that that the existing utility providers are each going to have a preference that they be the ones that kind of transition into the leadership authority. Sure. And those are just local issues that have to be worked out. Okay. Well, no, that's very helpful, and especially coming from an agency that is doing like business but isn't really invested one way or the other in the outcome of what happens, you know, across the county line. So that's actually very, very helpful information. I appreciate that, Bruce. Uh, Bruce Woody, executive director at ECUA. Bruce, as always, you know, thanks for giving me drinking water, taking away the dirty water, and uh, picking up my trash and recycling. I appreciate the work you do, sir. You're welcome. Thank you, Andrew. All right, we'll talk to you next week, or next month. 649 on News Radio 92.3. You know, if you're thinking about a home purchase or a sale, and, you know, what might be true is... 
it might be you disagree with the significant person in your life. I, I I don't know. You know, you don't always agree about everything in a relationship. Um, and it might be that like one of you is really eager to buy, maybe for the first time, or to buy the next, or to buy a, you know a rental or whatever it is you want to buy, um, or to sell. You know, maybe and might be disagreement, and so you kind of ignore the problem. Uh, one thing I've learned is uh, ignoring the problem doesn't really work. Um, so better would be to get an expert in to talk with you about those things and ask her your questions. That's Christina Leavenworth. You know, just have her come over and talk to you. You know what you might find out is you guys still just disagree. But at least you'd be more informed in your, your disagreement. Or you might find out that you had a idea about what you can afford or where you can live and whatever that wasn't is not quite accurate. And maybe that forms a decision where you guys can get on the same page one way or the other. That's the value of getting good information. So, and I'm not saying only for folks who disagree, but you know, that's just like one way you might think of her as somebody useful because she loves to meet new people and talk with you about real estate. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty, 723 9158. It's a new year, and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember 0% financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to 0% financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models like the 2023 Taos SE, now from $31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line, now from $34,791. Both discounted models offer 0% financing for 60 months and with the new year comes the 2024 atlas se now from 38696 and the 2024 atlas cross sport se from 37361 start saving this month at Pigmore imports they're not in car city so you won't pay car city prices Pigmore imports is on new warrington road pensacola special apr rate for qualifying credit through pci sale price before tag tax title and associated dealer fees must take delivery by february 29 2024 Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 930. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join him tomorrow morning at 930 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, Escambia. Today, ECUA is talking trash. Specifically, bulk waste. July 1st, 2023, bulk service changed to call for pickup. Schedule a pickup by calling the ECUA Customer Service Department anytime before 2 p.m. on the day prior to your normal pickup day. Bulk pickup is still included at no additional charge. Schedule a free bulk waste or special pickup for construction debris for an additional fee. Call customer service at 850-476-0480. More information at ecua.fl.gov. Know what to throw, 850 850- Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this Friday on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3 gets you live programming every day from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.
National average for a gallon of gas, 309. Florida average is 316. That's bumped up quite a bit over the last week, like 15 cents or so. Uh, Mississippi has 269. California has 448. So we're going the wrong direction. Uh, the gas is like 279 in um, in Navarra. That's much up. Uh, much up being the preferred pres- uh, expression. Uh, 287 for the Garrison Point Bridge. 295 at the one station improper. If you're in Milton, 284 at the Raceway, 285 at the Pea Ridge Murphy, uh, Murphy Station, and the 285 at the Raceway, second one going through Pace. And then it's 279 on Nine Mile at the uh, the Walmart there. Uh, the Murphy's not reporting a price on US 29, but I'm guessing it's in that vicinity. And then coming in from the southwest side, you got uh, 288 at the Murphy on Navy Boulevard. 654 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Um, I was actually kind of surprised. Uh, Bruce Woody seemed to be, uh, and uh, maybe I shouldn't have been. But um, laying out sort of some of the pretty comprehensive advantages he sees of getting all the utilities into the same structure in North Santa Rosa County, the way ECUA does. I mean, it'd be weird if the guy who represents ECUA said, no, we'd be better off being carved up in a bunch of pieces, right? That would, but no, but the way it makes sense about economies of scale, you know, planning, uh, the ability to handle problems in this area with resources from that area, just kind of. The, all of it, um, and obviously he said that uh, you know net cost savings, which would include on balance against the increase in management, right? So, um, yeah, it's just interesting, interesting. Uh, Six fifty five news radio ninety two three. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake, well, I got nothing. Uh, cool. No slowdowns, no accidents. Is looking really good around town. I ten and I one ten are at posted speeds. Highway ninety eight. We've got no accidents there. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway ninety, you're clear sailing all the way through to Scenic and into Pensacola. And Highway twenty nine south through Cantonment is looking clear as well. If you do see anything out there slowing us down, let us know four three seven sixteen twenty. I'm Jake Walker with traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, come. Coming up in about uh, 15 minutes, we're going to have Mayor D.C. Reeves here in studio with us, and he's going to be here for the whole hour, so you can text in your questions at 437-1620. You don't have to wait until he gets here to text him in. I've gotten a few in already, and I've added those to the, the list of questions that we'll talk about with him, so feel free. You can also call 437-1620 if you want to talk to the mayor directly. Either way you want to do it, it's kind of like a radio town hall. Uh, let's see. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The Pentagon says that strikes against the Houthis were successful. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said the strikes were an attempt to stop Houthis from attacking ships in the Red Sea. These self-defense strikes targeted missile systems and launchers, unmanned aerial and surface vessels, storage facilities, fighter aircraft, helicopters, and attack boats. He noted the Pentagon is continuing to assess damage. I'm Trey Thomas. Thanks, Trey. And Senate lawmakers are looking at the use of artificial intelligence in law enforcement today. The Judiciary Subcommittee on Criminal Justice and Counterterrorism will be examining how AI tech is being used by police and how it could be used in investigations and prosecutions. And Oscar-winning actress Anne Hathaway reportedly bailed out of a Vanity Fair photo shoot after learning that the company's workers had gone on strike. Over 400 union members were on strike yesterday at the company which owns Vanity Fair. Variety reporting that Hathaway found out about the strike as she was getting her hair and makeup done, got up and left. Hmm, okay, all right. I'm out of here. Thanks for the thanks for the do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or the half a do, I guess. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Um, interesting thing we learned from uh, Mayor D.C. Reeves yesterday is that the city is not looking to buy, but interested in finding out whether it makes sense to acquire the old Gibson, Gibson School property, which, you know, hasn't been a school for a while, but, uh, you know, has a long history in this community. And, 
you know, the way I understood him to mean this was they're not committing to any kind of action. They're just, you know, wanting to find out if it can be preserved and finding out how much that might entail and then seeing if there's a way for them to facilitate whatever might eventually happen with that property. Not necessarily long-term ownership even said that, but, you know, can we preserve it somehow and let's not have to lose another building just because, you know, nobody's interested right away, which I you know appreciate that. Uh, also, just a weird note. I don't think I had a chance to talk about this. I used to live in Oregon. And Oregon had, a couple years ago, they had deregulated drugs, right? Oregon became the new Amsterdam, right? You could go uh, there and you could basically do anything you wanted and personal consumption amounts of anything were going to be totally decriminalized. Even, I mean, hard drugs. Like, you could do whatever you wanted. Um, What do you think happened? Oh, opioid deaths are up 13 times since they decriminalized. That's not 13%. That's (laughs) that's 1,300%. 13 times. So guess what? The Democrats leading Oregon are now saying, maybe we should change this policy back. Just a, Maybe we should dial it back just a little bit. Yeah, sometimes the great thing about America is that the states can try and experiment. And sometimes the great thing about America is you can watch them crash and burn and discover maybe it wasn't a good idea to try that particular experiment. All right, time for future news where Jake and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um House Bill 1 and House Bill 3, that's the social media ban and the ID age verification for pornography. Uh, Today going to be heard in the House on final third reading. Will they both pass? Uh, One will, I know. Yeah, I I think HB1. Age verification is going to pass. I think it might even be unanimous. What about the other one, HB1? It's going to be harder, but I hope both of them. I think it'll pass. I think it's a a good bill. They put a lot of limitations in what counts as a social media company the other day. So it's it's really watered down quite a bit. I think probably they had to do that, frankly, to make it legally enforceable, but that's what's been done. Um, Will Nikki Haley actually stay through till South Carolina? Yep. I still say no. Hmm. And will the county change its mind and even talk about paying Jonathan Owens legal fees, let alone actually pay them? No. No, they've done what they want to do. If you pretend the problem doesn't exist, then maybe it doesn't exist. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.